0: Hello, and welcome to County Conversations, NYSAC's weekly podcast series designed to talk about best practices and timely information and issues and concerns facing county governments across New York State. My name is Mark Levine. I'm the Deputy Director of your New York State Association of Counties. And it is my pleasure today to welcome a panel of experts in their field to talk about cybersecurity report put out by NISAC and the Center for Technology and Government. Our guests include Megan Cook, one of the report's co authors and the program director at the Center for Technology and Government at the University of Albany, Glenn Markey, the commissioner of the Office of Central and Information Services of Dutchess County and Rob Corpora, the County Administrator for Cortland County. Thank you all for being with us here today. And we're gonna start with the first question here. Uh, Why is it so important for local government leaders to have a basic understanding of cybersecurity? I'm gonna start with a co-author, Megan Cook from CTG. Megan?
1: Hi Mark, thank you. So one of the things that um, CTG as an applied research center that we do, we have done for 30 years is we work right alongside federal, state and local government leaders. And for me, I've been working with local governments for over 20 years and their primary area of expertise is governing. And there's so many things on their plate, but they're also responsible for protecting the local government assets. And cybersecurity has typically um, been seen as something that falls into the IT or security area, when really the local government official is, is increasingly recognizing that they play a role in the governing of how cybersecurity investments are made. So many times they'll say, do I need to be an expert in cybersecurity, Or what do I need to know? Is there a baseline amount of information I need to know in order to make these investments? So one of the things that we've been doing is talking about what is the basic understanding around cybersecurity? So there's protections in place, there is being cyber prepared, there's being able to respond and recover from a cyber attack. So through this um, work, we've really been able to identify the basics of cybersecurity, so that local government leader, whether it's a city, town, village, county, can inform their investments when they're sitting um, shoulder to shoulder with their colleagues, the legislators, the boards, the executives, because they're the ones in charge of protecting all of the assets.
0: Back to you, Glenn. Um, Why is it so important for local government leaders to have a basic understanding of cybersecurity? Uh, Yes,
2: Mark. it's, uh, it's very important as what Rob mentioned and Meg mentioned. Um, I think though, for our listeners, I think it's important to start with the definition of cybersecurity, just down to, just so we have a clear understanding of what we're talking about. Uh, and I invite you to page four of the cyber primer and, and the cybersecurity infrastructure security agency defines cybersecurity as the art of protecting networks. So you heard Rob and Meg talk about networks uh, or infrastructure, also devices. You heard them talk about the servers, the workstations, uh, internet of things, anything connected to the network and data. Data, that's the most important thing uh, that I think uh, most of us associate cybersecurity attacks to is getting unauthorized access or criminal use of our data and the practice of ensuring confidentiality, integrity, and availability of information. So that's a quick definition that, uh, so we're all on the same page. And, I, and, I, and if you read the, the uh, I also invite you to page seven, it talks about some recent cyber attack facts. One that's just uh, I find astounding, the average downtime on organization experiences after a ransomware attack is 21 days. That's a 2021 fact. I don't know about you, but I cannot afford to have my organization, Dutchess County, non-operational for 21 days from a ransomware attack. So this reality motivates me to take appropriate action to improve my cyber uh, uh, preparedness and response.
0: Thanks, Glenn. Yeah, that's 21 days. That's three weeks. That's a payroll. That's a skipping a payroll. And, and nobody in your county wants to skip a payroll, uh, among many, many other things. So we, can, we're, we will continue to reference the, the cybersecurity primer for local governments, and that's available on the NISAC website and on the, the website for the Center for Technology and Government at the University of Albany. Thank you. Second question, isn't there a lot of information already out there about cybersecurity? What exactly was the catalyst for this new primer? And why should our listeners take a peek at it? Megan. Um,
1: There are leading organizations that have cybersecurity expertise. And one of the challenges is taking all of that knowledge and boiling boiling it down to um, salient points for those who are not IT or cyber savvy. Um, you know, the Center for Internet Security, NIST, CISA, um, and a range of others, the, you know, the, the MSI SAC, have so many resources out there for local governments um, that many people said to this group, why don't we just put together a set of links and people can go out and, and learn on their own, which we knew that we might need to take some of those terms and put them into business terms for those who have a more business or programmatic focus other than an IT or security focus. So that was really the catalyst of taking all of the knowledge out there and trying to boil it down to some, a, a couple of points, some questions and answers, and top three actions.
0: Rob? What what was the catalyst behind this and why should our listeners, any of our listeners here today, um, download the, the Primer and, and take a look at it and share it with their colleagues across the state?
3: Okay, well, as far as a, a catalyst, and I hate to use it in a positive way, but COVID was a catalyst for bringing cybersecurity to the forefront. The new reliance on technology during COVID with virtual meetings and, and scheduling and, and all of that has really put a, a new demand on all the technology, all our connectivity, the speed of our connectivity and everything else. And, and cybersecurity is one large aspect of, of that increased need. We here at Cortland, we were down for about a day and a half with our internet connection. It had nothing to do with uh, the security incident. It had to do with equipment malfunctions. But during that, and that was during the middle of 2020, we were at such a standstill that we just couldn't operate without email, without virtual meetings and so on. And as Glenn said, 21 days, we had trouble with a day and a half and basically we we really couldn't do anything as far as outside because there was no in-person meetings so unfortunately it was COVID is a covid is a big catalyst but it's all it's changed the uh landscape of a lot of things uh for for the whole for the future to come
0: thanks glenn what drove this primer the development of this primer and why should people in your county and any other county and local government in New York, pick it up and, and read it.
2: Uh, yes, Mark, uh, uh, a good, great question. And uh, I think uh, uh, the way Rob answered, it's very clear that he's experienced uh, some incidents. And so that's what, why this, this is important to have this primer available for our local leaders. We are simply inundated with too much information in cybersecurity, so how do we sort through all of this? That's what the primer does for us. The cybersecurity primer, what I like about it, it's action-oriented. It's a one-stop shop. It not only educates leaders on uh, on how to identify, protect, detect, respond, and recover to any cybersecurity breach, okay? but it helps you as a government leader to protect and serve your citizens. Because the bottom line is you're protecting their assets. And there is, and uh, you heard earlier from, um, on actions, what there are some immediate actions that you can take right now to improve your cybersecurity preparedness. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, more of those a
0: little later. Rob, you're a county administrator. For a small to medium-sized county in New York State, you oversee or supervise all the departments across Cortland County. Um, you know the the environment, knowing the environment is changing. Having the background as an IT director in the county, um, how do you um, how do you think your organization, Cortland County, uh, can keep up and truly be prepared? You know
3: it's. Cybersecurity security is one of those things where you don't look at it as if it's going to happen. It's when it's going to happen and how bad and you just have to prepare for any any possible uh, infections or or events that, that may happen. Um, there's a lot of organizations out there as outlined in the in the primer uh, MSI SAC, and so on that. Will help that you can look for for information, uh, training of the personnel, uh, having your incident response plans, having your cybersecurity plans, having all that, and update it on a periodic basis. You know, whether it's every year, every two years, uh, you have to keep your plans up to date, and, yet, and you have to have a plan. Uh, therefore, everybody knows if something happens where they should go first, who they should call, who they should notify, what they should do in their environment to try to keep things from spreading. And your IT department is the, the number one line in that scenario. Uh, but others should also know, okay, there's something going wrong, who who do I call? And there's, there should be a plan in place in order to to do that. And updating the plan is key.
0: Thanks, Rob. Uh, Megan Cook, uh, one of the co-authors here on the the cybersecurity primer for local governments. And in this document, you say many times, uh, Megan, that the prime, that that cybersecurity in a local government is everyone's responsibility. What does that look like exactly?
1: Well, you know, if you're not in the, IT department, you, you wonder where you fit in. So we all have to go through the training, right? So you take your training. But if you think about different positions within each of the local governments, so at that administration, executive, mayor, that level, that's where you're doing governance. You're setting the model, the culture of learning and talking about cybersecurity as an everyday topic. It's not something that's just IT, it's something, when people think about themselves as part of the protection team for the entire local government, it, it puts a little bit different perspective. Um, there, it's also their responsibility to make sure that everybody's compliant with the policies because the policies are there for a reason. Um, compliant with training, so it's making sure that you know there's not a department that says, "Hey, we don't have to do this because you know X, Y, Z reasons." We've all heard them but rather taking a, a you know an oversight in a governance role and looking across the portfolio for those investments but then as you move throughout the organization i mean even the corp counsel the you know the attorneys in the past when they have had to review um, binding documents many times they have the expertise to do that but with emerging technologies and more as a service and more cybersecurity implications on technology procurements, they need a different perspective, an additional perspective to look at those agreements, those requests for proposals. So each in the primer it goes through each of these areas of um, roles and responsibilities within a local government and said what that person might do to play a role. And it's really all these pieces together that makes it the team, that everybody is the protection team because they've played their role.
0: Rob, counties do so much, right? We do social services. We do emergency management. We do, uh, we do, we, we operate jails. We uh, do mental health services. We do elections. We do public health. Um, So, so how do we look at cybersecurity across the, the, the the local government spectrum and function of programs and services that we offer and say, hey, it's everybody's responsibility from email to remote work to multi-factor authentication. What do we all have to do here to to do our part in protecting our county?
3: Okay, there's so many things that every aspect of a business, a government, and so on has to do, from the end user, the person at the computer, whether it's, you know, like Megan said, the, the training. I mean, they get an email. Is it? Does it look legit? Is it something that they want to open but feel they shouldn't? They need to know and be trained on what to look for. Just hovering over a link to see if it looks legit sometimes is enough to prevent a cyber attack, okay? And that's just at the end user. And it doesn't matter whether you're an account clerk or whether you're a county administrator, it's the end results are gonna be the same. It's gonna be a disaster. So everybody needs to be able to uh, go through the training and and do their part to make sure they don't do anything that, Could be consequential, Uh, and as Megan said, in a lot of the in county government, there's a lot of departments, a lot of people doing different things. Uh, You look at health department; there are certain words that they use that are going to trip some filters, because it's biological terms. It's perfectly legit for them to use your sheriff's department they're gonna be doing their investigations. They're gonna be looking at sites that you wouldn't allow anybody else to look at, but they still need to be trained and know what to do and what not to do in certain circumstances. And it's it's everybody's responsibility. And if something does happen, they need to know what to do next. So one of the
0: things we talk about in the primer is developing an incident response plan. Uh, and an incident response plan and the team that develops it and carries it out includes a lot of different functional areas. Glenn, can you talk about the the different responsibilities in the Duchess County or or any county's incident response plan?
2: Uh, Mark, that's a great question. Uh, before I answer about the, the IR plan, I do just want to highlight uh, about it's everyone's responsibility. I do, you know, there's a myth out there that cybersecurity is the, that's the IT department's job. Let them deal with it. That is not my responsibility. And that is where the primer helps educate government leaders that it's, it is everybody's responsibility, as you heard from, from, from uh, our other two colleagues, uh, Megan and, uh, uh, and Rob. Uh, it is, it is everyone's responsibility and effective security must be enterprise wide. It must involve everyone in fulfill- fulfilling their security responsibilities. Now, the primer. I invite you to page 10 in the primary, it, it lays out in detail the responsibilities for all those positions. So it helps educate you based on your role and what your responsibility is. So I just wanted to, to uh, highlight again on it's everybody's responsibility. Uh, Now, to answer your question on an incident response plan, very important uh, tool. It's Actually, it's a great place to start. Uh, It's one of the actions that the primer provides and makes a recommendation for that you create and build an incident response plan. That's very important because what that does, it rallies the organization. It's not an uh, IT-centric document that only the IT department is going to do. It is the entire organization that's gonna get involved in that incident response plan. How it talks about, um, you know, what are the things that you should be doing beforehand to prevent a cyber attack, and then the actions you take during and after, okay, response and recovery using the, uh, uh, the NIST framework. Uh, and it's, it, it really involves everyone in the organization to respond because if not a cyber incident not only involves the technical aspects, but there's communications, uh, external communications, internal communications. It can involve involve legal issues. So you might have to get the the county attorney involved. It can involve uh, insurance, cyber insurance issues if it's a ransomware attack. So there's HR risk management needs to get involved. It can involve a specific department or system, maybe an HR system that uh, that involves uh, you know, protecting that information uh, from a hacker. So it involves everyone's responsibility. That's why an IR plan is a
0: great place to start, and it is one of the actions that we recommend. Thanks. Uh, just a reminder, we're talking with uh, Rob Corbra, the Cortland County Administrator, Glenn uh, Markey, the uh, Commissioner of the Office of Central and Information Services in Dutchess County, uh, Glenn and, and Rob were uh, uh, two of the 10-person the advisory team that helped us put this primer together. And we're also talking with, with Megan Cook, who put the advisory team together, has run workshops uh, for and in, in local governments and works closely with the IT directors across New York State. Uh, and, and again, we're talking about the, uh, the cybersecurity primer, for local leaders in New York State, I have one more question, but and it's a rapid round question. But before I do that, I also want to mention uh, NISEC has a, a, a new section on our website on, on for cybersecurity. So uh, I encourage listeners to go take a look at that. The primer is uh, linked there. There's a terms and definitions. Uh, Document there. And there are some uh, links to workshops that we've recorded that are available there. And we will continue to to, uh, uh, put new information on those pages, uh, new resources for county and local government leaders there. And we've also created a new NISAC IT task force. If I haven't invited and Rob is on that task force and hopefully Glenn can join that task force and any of our listeners at the county level, if you wanna join the NISAC IT task force, you can find a nomination form on that page and, and then send that to me and we'll make sure you're included on that task force. Last question, rapid round. Megan, if you could add, One more thing that our listeners need to know or can do right now to help their local government be more prepared, more protected against cybersecurity incidents, what would that be?
1: Great, so I actually have two more. So the first one is is that the primer um, was meant to be a reference. We, we highly doubt anybody's gonna sit down and read the whole thing and, and be able to retain it all, okay? Rob and Glenn have long careers and have developed their expertise over those long careers. We're talking with folks where cybersecurity is not their main area of expertise. So we developed this primer as something to keep out, to reference every once in a while, to look at in order to gain more information as you are in these discussions. It's not going to happen all at once, so I think that's important to know that that you can go back to it as many times as you need to. um, But it's to help support the work that you're going to do across your entire government entity um, over long term. The other thing that I want to say is right here in New York State, I'm not sure we have mentioned this yet, is we have a great team of people at the New York State uh, Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Services the Cyber Incident Response Team, the CERT team. They work with the New York State Intelligence Center. The group there is focused just on New York State, works with all local governments. And if you are have a question, you're not sure how to, who to reach out to, I would certainly reach out to them. That is what they're there for. And they have the expertise um, and the, the knowledge. So I just want to make sure we put a plug in for the, um, the New York State State Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Services Team,
0: the CERT team,
1: and I think that that's
0: it. Rob, one thing that the listeners of this podcast can take away and and do immediately or know immediately uh, based on this podcast, what is that one more thing?
3: The one more thing that I would uh, definitely suggest is to read this primer. As IT director, if we had legislators that turned over every two years. I'd constantly be going to the first meetings of the year, inviting them down, trying to get explained to them what all that we do, what the concerns we have, what problems could come up if something went wrong. And this right here is an ideal. Uh, an ideal way of getting them to understand. If they just want a little bit, there's a couple of pages they can read. If they want more in depth, it, it's a starting point. I mean, it has links and everything else in there, and it will give them all the information that they need to know and maybe ask all the questions that they've wanted to ask and and really didn't know anything about. But this primer is a very very good start for any local government leader.
0: Great, thanks. Glenn, one more thing. Yes, Mark. Uh, uh, I think uh, our
2: colleagues uh, really brought out some uh, excellent points. One, uh, reaching out to the New York State uh, Division of Homeland Security Emergency Services, the uh, Cybersecurity Incident Response Team, they are an outstanding resource. And, and two, both uh, prior colleagues mentioned the primer not only a reference, but it's a great start. Uh, my, What I would uh, add, the one thing I would add is not one, but three. There's three actions in the action. That's what I like about this primer. It's not only a strategic guide. It's, it's practical. It's extremely streamlined. And there are three actions. Just take any of these three actions. One is to refer to the NIST framework, identify some short and long-term goals that your team can do. Two is to develop that incident response plan that we talked about earlier. And three, and I'll close with this one, is, this, is conduct the cybersecurity tabletop exercise. Now, we were fortunate last month to have the New York State Division of Homeland Security Emergency Services CERT team facilitate a cybersecurity, a three-hour uh, tabletop exercise uh, for our county. And uh, it was extremely informative, and uh, it was a great learning experience. Uh, it tested the purpose of the tabletop exercise was to test the Dutchess County Incident, respo- uh, incident Response Plan. And that, in fact, we did. Um, and also, it tests it. I think what I find most valuable in the exercise, having just completed one, is we conducted cross-departmental collaborative decision making. That is so important. You're not going to handle it is not just an IT uh, uh, action to respond to a cyber attack. It involves everyone. Uh, the county attorney, the HR, the sheriff when for uh, when we get involved in looking at the uh, if the attack intended to be with had a uh, criminal intent. Uh, It involved many different departments uh, and we were very impressed that uh, that even the county executive and the assistant county executive, we were all part of the exercise and there's just no replacement for having an exercise where you do not, you have no idea what the cyber incident is going to be, you have no idea how it's going to evolve and you're relying on the processes that you have in place, the incident response plan that we had in place, and you're relying on decision-making with your key leadership team. So I would say uh, the cyber uh, tabletop exercise is extremely valuable exercise to test the plans that you have in place. Thank you.
0: Thanks. And I'm going to add my own in, in, in mine is, is this, any local government leader or County government leader should talk to their IT director or their chief security officer or their, IT vendor who runs their IT in their local governments and ask this simple question, how can we improve our cybersecurity stance in our local government? That's one thing you can do today, this afternoon, whenever you listen to this podcast, stop listening, call your IT person and say, how can we have a better cybersecurity plan? I wanna thank our, our panel of experts today Uh, for lending their time, their expertise, and their experiences to uh, support the overall effort to raise the level of awareness of cybersecurity in local governments across New York State. Thank you, Rob Rob Corpora, the the, um, Cortland County Administrator, Megan Cook, Program Director at the Center for Technology and Government, and Glenn Markey, the Commissioner of the uh, Office of Central and Information Services in Duchess County. Thank you all very much for joining us today.
2: Thank you.
1: Thank you, Mark.
3: Thank
0: you, Mark.
1: for listening to this episode of NYSAC's County Conversations Podcast. Keep tuning in for more county government focused conversations, and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date.